Welcome to A Creative Affair and you're here today with uh, Len Metcalf and Bree Stockwell and uh, we're having another wonderful conversation about creativity and today we're going to talk about love your art or loving your art. This is something that I personally uh, struggle with sometimes uh, and other times I, I seem to enjoy loving my art and uh, for me, it's a very much an up and down experience. And and Bree, you actually just wrote about this in one of your emails uh, only yesterday. Tell us about uh, your perspective of loving your art. Well, I did send out an email every week. I send out a Monday motivation email, but this week I did it on Tuesday because today, well, it's Wednesday in Australia, but today and Tuesday, it's Valentine's Day here. So Len has already celebrated Valentine's Day. So I really think that we can be highly motivated when we are absolutely in love with our creative work. And one of the things that I talked about in my email is loving it all the time and being in love with our work all the time and not just when it feels convenient you know, because sometimes we feel good and we're like, oh, I'm making great work. I love it so much. And then sometimes we, we've done an episode on being our own worst critic. When we're in that space, I don't think we're loving our art so much. And so my question to me and maybe to you too, Len, and to the audience is like, how can we love our work even with all of those other parts, like with being able to give ourselves feedback, maybe looking at it and saying, oh, that's not really my best, but can we love it all, even like the hard parts? Oh, remember you told me to write on a piece of paper, the, you know, a, a one inch square piece of paper, the um, mm-hmm. people who you could trust with critique. Yeah. Did we talk about that on a podcast? I think we did. We definitely did. Oh, wait, I'll remind people really fast. This is from Brene Brown. It's called Your Square Squad. You write all the people that you care about their opinion and that you trust their opinion on a one inch square. So two and a half centimeters square, whatever. And um, there's not much room on that little bit of paper and the rest get like, yes, don't listen to everyone else is, is the bottom line there. And I'm thinking about something similar for my art, Brie, because I'm sitting here in my studio and I'm surrounded by, by books and cameras, but I've also got, um, and I can probably count them up on one or two hands, a series of absolute favorite artworks, ones that I'm fully in love with and they come with beautiful memories and they take me off and uh, remind me continually, daily, every time that I'm in my studio, uh, how much I love my work. Uh, and so when we ask this question about, you know, can we love our work all the time? Like I feel that there, I have got artworks that I can continue to love and I have a particular one and I think it's uh, my first ever real um, iconic artwork and it's of a beautiful canyon in the Blue Mountains. And mm. uh, I took it in 1999 and I opened it, my art gallery with it as the signature image. I can look at an artwork like that and just go, oh my God, that's so beautiful. And I can even, in a doubting moment, I, I, I even take one as good as that again. That doesn't happen very often though, but uh, I can be in love with this work. And 
do I have to be in love with the work that I take yesterday or this morning or tomorrow with that same passion? I'm not sure that I do need to love it, uh, all of it in the same way, but I use the ones that I do love to remind me and connect me back with the passion that I have for my art. So I was when I was thinking about the little square piece of paper, I was thinking about what have I surrounded myself with? I've actually done the same thing with my art. I've picked out those ones that I can trust to remind myself that I'm good at what I do and that I have made really beautiful and important artworks in my life. I love that so much. I think that's a, well, on a photography basis, that's such a great way or even, you know, <laughs> real physical, tangible art, it's such a great reason to, to have it around us, right? To be able to remind ourselves of what we're passionate about, you know? But I think sometimes, don't you think though, sometimes we end up criticizing ourselves? Like I, I know we've, we have talked about that being our worst critic, but I feel like I sometimes criticize myself and instead of becoming that objective, you know, stepping back and giving myself objective feedback and going, hey, I love the total sum of my work and I want to be objective about how I'm thinking about this particular one or this, you know, that particular outing that I went on, you know, so some, like I have in the past you know, because I do landscape, I've gone out and thinking I'm going to make something, uh, you know, have, I have some sort of expectations and I come back and I'm like, Oh, I should have, should have been able to make something. I should have been able to do this or this or this. And, and I start criticizing myself, but, but really if I'm in that space where I love, I'm loving what I do and I'm enjoying, you know, I'm really taking in the full scope of what loving my work means, which is, hey, I went out and I'm not always going to come back with something with a piece of work that I'm really passionate about. And that's okay. Um, versus criticizing myself for, you know, criticizing myself for not creating something that I think is completely amazing. But I, I also love to remind myself, I actually wrote this email as a reminder to myself. Um, I wrote in here, I'll read these two sentences. Today, remind yourself, and I'm actually talking straight to me, of how much you love what you do and how meaningful the work is in your life. Remind yourself how the process of creating heals you, energizes you, and enriches all parts of you. And I just, I love that because when we talk about what we create as a whole, like how does it energize and heal us and enrich us, you know, all at the same time when we're in that space where we're criticizing, we're not, you know, we're not allowing all those things to happen. You know what I mean? It sounds, um, it sounds like that you love the process of mm -hmm. making and creating and, and making art in there. And I'm wondering whether that sort of minor little clarification is very helpful in this process uh, or in this discussion about love. And I think it's also worth stepping back and asking, well, you know, what is love and can we love work that um, 
isn't good in in our critiquing. But I can clearly say to you, Bree, and to everyone else listening, that I love the process of making art. Just I love creativity. Like mm-hmm. I'm in love with creativity and creating and um, that whole process is just so important. So I love doing art. Like I absolutely love making it and, and being there and doing it. And uh, um, that doesn't have to equate to making art that I'm in love with as right. well. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I think when I'm talking about loving your creative work, it's the actual like doing of the creative work, right? The, the the creating, the creating part. It's, it's really, it's really, really wonderful to think of, but the, but there's Momo. Um, (laughs) Guard dog duty. duty. So I think when I think about the whole scope of my creative work is planning what I'm going to do. Maybe there's some planning involved. There's some making. There's some like giving myself feedback or watching others do feedback. There's some actually like on the other end, there's like uh, enjoying a finished product or, you know, a, a finished piece there's there's a whole range of places where we can love the process at any of those points and maybe maybe there's something maybe i want to now look at like each of those parts this is me actually thinking in real time y'all i'm looking at each of those parts and going is there a place that i'm not loving so much that i'm not really enjoying so much that i'm feeling like is a little bit more difficult and it's not so easy. It's not so flowy. Not that all of it has to be because it doesn't have to be that all the time, but is there one part that's tripping me up somewhere that's keeping me from loving the entire process? And I think that's really interesting to think about. If I had to pick one of those, it would be the feedback part. It would be like looking at my work objectively and making decisions about it sometimes trips me up. (laughs) Mentally. And is that feedback uh, with other people or is that a solo sort of experience? And you're talking about picking them out. Because I think that they're two different experiences, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But uh, yeah. And and I find it's easier to give myself feedback than get it from someone else. I mean, if someone wants to come in and say, hey, I'm going to give you feedback and it's only going to be positive and glowing, I'd be like, yeah, sure. But why? <laughs> why would I want that? You know? And so there is oh, I something. Want that. <laughs> we should talk about that one episode. <laughs> right. um, I would only want that part. I wouldn't want the that one sucks. Right. But, but you know, the truth is, okay, Here's the deal. And this is something I'm pausing this whole conversation. In my creative confidence workshop, we were actually talking about feedback and we were talking about this little square squad. And we, and I was saying, we all kind of agreed that maybe we want one square for our regular lives and one square for our creative lives, you know, Mm. because there's truthfully like not everybody, you can't just put, I think you have to kind of separate things. So there's, there's people that I want to trust in their opinion for my creative work that I don't care what they say about my personal life. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think when we go and ask for feedback, we're going to want to have our little square 
of people. <laughs> like, this is just for me. We want to have our little square of people for that. And I'm going to go seek out feedback from someone that I really trust their opinion. But also back to the topic, I don't find that particularly easy. And I think it's partly because when I'm asking for feedback, it's because I haven't made the decision about it, about my own work yet, if I had to be honest. So all that part makes me, it gives me a little bit, it stresses me out. Like even right now, my shoulders are like feel stressed. I feel a little cringy because having to give some sort of like judgment to my stuff is sometimes a little difficult. I mean, maybe this is a process over time where you, where I learned to love that part. And now I'm curious how I could even more. Uh, One of the questions here I'm going to ask is, uh, what do you do and what do you think when you are when you're seeing a piece of work that doesn't work for you emotionally at, at this particular time? So you're going through all your work and and a piece comes up that emotionally, for whatever reason, just doesn't and intellectually it just doesn't click for you. What's going on in your mind and what happens when to move on to the next one? Well, I think that's actually not so terribly difficult, actually, because if I, let's say I come back from a trip, I actually have learned that I want to give myself some separation. So I upload all my images and I give mm. them a really mm, almost like a stoic robotic look over and I don't make any decisions about them. I will sometimes go through it and I fi- I'll find one that in particular, I don't know if you do this, I'll find one or two in particular that I was really excited about and give those a look. Mm. Uh, I used to not do that in the past because I was afraid they would be bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I've learned to trust myself more as I've gotten, you know, as I've gotten better or what I deem as better, um, especially with technical. So, so I'll just give them a quick look over and then I'll let them sit for a little while. So I have work from two years ago that people have never seen. I'm doing a 365 project that I'm now like allowing myself to make judgments about all this stuff because this is actually part of my current process right now is figuring this out. So when I, when I do come to it and I'm looking at, at my stuff and I'm, you know, if I'm looking at images that I'm thinking, oh, it just doesn't inspire me emotionally anyway, I just leave it and move on. Like I'll Mm. sometimes be curious about that, but I want to be more curious about why I don't like something and why I, right? Like, why don't I like that? I'm very different. I'm so different from you here. (laughs) I'm so different. Um, That's so crazy. Well, I I don't think I am in in my personal life. Like I I do have, have, like I suffer from anxiety and a bit of depression occasionally and PTSD and I get caught up on things emotionally like, oh, where did I go wrong? What have I done here? And I overthink those sort of things. But when it comes to my art, um, I'm, you know, I'm looking at a photo shoot and I'm just looking for the, for the one that captures my attention at that very moment. Mm. And that's all I'm looking for. And I'm just scanning and all those ones that aren't capturing my attention, I'm just flowing through them as quickly as possible. And if there's a reason to discard and then I start to hone in on something and I get attracted and I I get sucked into one and then I Mm -hmm. pull that one up 
And that's the one I process and inevitably that's the one I share with everyone else. And it's a, it's a, it's a very loving process and it's also one right. that avoids negativity. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't look at one and go, geez, I stuffed that one up. Why? I, I just don't even go there. I, I don't even think about that. I wonder if I'm in a place where you have been in the past. Definitely. Like I'm wondering, <laughs> I wonder if this is a process of like, the, the ex, more experience with it, you know, and trusting yourself and knowing your process. I, um, I also do this. Like I don't necessarily go through it chronologically, but when I see stuff that I'm ambivalent about, I don't trash it. I move on, but you know, what's fun I have found is to come back in a different frame of mind or with uh. different experience. And I have gone back through work before and gone, why didn't I notice that one before? Mm, mm. Haven't I know you've done this before? Oh, I right? do like, this all the time. Yeah, because we change as people and we grow. I, I love it. I absolutely love coming back with a different mental state and looking at my work and forgetting what I was trying to achieve when I took it and, and looking at it. And you're, you're right, Brie. When I was younger and I was shooting film, um, you know, I would remember taking the photo and I'd be like, well, what did I stuff up? Did I forget to tighten one of the knobs on my camera? Um, was the light not so good? Or, oh, look at that. I, I don't like the look of that one. Why don't I like it? It was to do with the lighting. And what I've moved to now is a much more laissez-faire sort of competence with my work. So I'm very comfortable with my work and I've got past that, you know, checking and trying to understand stage to let's just make stuff. Yeah. And so I'm in a, I'm in a very different flow and um, I really believe that it's a stage that you're, you're going through uh, in trying to understand what you're doing with your work and you, you're wanting to question and you do want to get, um, you know, so many of my students ask me in this question, you know, I want to know where I'm going wrong. And uh, I always argue back, well, you actually also want to know where you're going right because that's really important. But the error correction, as someone that's still l learning, this idea that we, we need error correction is incredibly important to so many people. At the beginning, I would watch myself go wrong and I would just be devastated <laughs> because, mm. I was, because I was trying so hard and I was learning so much all at once which doesn't necessarily happen to everyone. But I know now I have shifted to when I look at something, I'm like, you know, I don't really love that. Why not? And what could, could I have changed something? And so I want to be in the mental space where I'm like learning from it. And so this is part of what I'm talking about with this, like loving, loving your art is, can you look at your work objectively and see where you might have some maybe holes in, in your skills or, uh, where you might be able to grow. Because I think those, those are the places that tell us where we might want to grow next, as well as the places that resonates with us, that feels really good. Those passionate pieces, you know, that, that show us where we're going, right? Like we're like, okay, we do that more, more of that. And then we look at the other pieces and go and less of that and fill in the holes. But we can't do that if we have all this judgment 
about it because it clouds everything like this negative judgment versus the, uh, the objectivity. And I want to pause here and say, we're talking a lot about photography because that's our space. But I've seen it also in my musical work, you know, Len, you, you know, you've done all kinds of different art. This is applicable to everything you can create because there will be things that you create that you love and things that you create that you have a negative judgment about. And how can you, how can you love it all and give yourself some objective feedback? But I, I just think it's the whole process of it too. I, I, this is so interesting to me. I want to love all the parts, Len. <laughs> oh, well, I think you should love all the parts. And um, because someone asked me, you know, what do you love most about um, photography? And uh, like all of it <laughs> is really the answer. Um, another part is how quick it is um, as a process to work in. Um, mm-hmm. Works so fast to make and create and get out through the system. True. But um Let's say we're going on a journey and we have a map and, um, you know, we're going down this road and, yes, we take wrong turns. Um, How far down the wrong turn do we need to go before we turn around and go back to where we were trying to go to or even where we're wandering to maybe without even a destination? Like as a metaphor, I don't really need to know what's down every one of those side roads. What is important is focusing on what is bringing me pleasure at the moment and what's making me giggle and keeping my interest and my future direction. It's not technique driven. It's not trying to learn um, uh, about the process of, of the technical process. It's driven about uh, expanding the intellectual side and understanding what's going on. So uh, having conversations and talking about it and discussing meaning and playing with ideas is the bit that drags me along and gets me so, so excited about where to go next and what to do. And the way I work is I just, I, I stumble along with a vague idea of where I'm going and uh, I really enjoy being in the moment with it rather than being highly planned. I leave the highly planned bits for other parts of my life. (laughs) You know, there are, right? So there are some parts that I like to plan. I like to set myself up for success, right? Like if I'm really, truly loving my work, I'm like, okay, how can I set myself up for success here? And then when I'm going to do the work, that's when I want to be unplanned. And I'm really learning. I'm really, I have learned it. I'm embracing it on a deeper level, this idea of creative intuition, which I think we have talked about before, and just allowing myself to just be guided totally by that because I do love the work so much and I am so passionate about it. And you know, I was just thinking, if you took all of our podcast episodes and squished them all together, it's this one. (laughs) Like, like, because this is why we talk about it because we are so passionate about it and we love it so much. And I want to embrace the love of all of the parts. Even when I find myself leaning towards some negative judgment, I think that's a great time to go, okay, I want to enjoy this process right now and love it. How could I do that? How could I be in that space where I love my work? and give myself feedback. So 
or any part? How could I be in the space where I love my work and do whatever it is that I'm doing? I love that thinking so much. Well, my advice is to uh, concentrate harder on where you're going right and what's actually capturing your attention Mm -hmm. uh, rather than focusing on where you're going wrong. And uh, I've this was a huge lesson in my life and uh, it, it's, I spent years and years on this um, in, in the teaching profession and I, I noticed I could teach, I can progress a, a student faster by showing them where they're going right than showing them where they're going wrong and uh, bringing their attention to successes and being really specific about why something works. So pondering uh, an artwork that you really love, whether it's your own or someone else's, as to why it is working and why you're attracted to it is going to be so much more beneficial than pondering one that you hate or you think's rubbish and trying to work out why you don't like it. Like My advice is, well, forget that. Go for the ones that... (laughs) Um, are working and uh, how do you make more of them and then how do you expand on that and how do you take that into new areas, like pushing it into new ways? You know, it's interesting because we've talked a lot about like the process of creativity and doing your creative work and now it's partly like now we're talking about embracing like all of the parts and loving all of the parts of the doing and the practice of it and really and like truly honing um it's so uh, i'll i'll say this it's not just the action of it and the physical like doing it's that the now it's the thinking about how like how are we how do we want to think about our work And what do we want to be thinking on purpose about our work so that we can enjoy it more? And I think that's part of it. What you said, Lynn, is where am I going right? How can I love this work? And, you know, and still um, push myself to do Photoshop, Mm. which I can't even tell you. When I started to learn Photoshop, I just cried. (laughs) So I was like, what is a layer? You know, (laughs) I know less about Photoshop today than I did 30, 20 years ago when I first started in it. Um, I know less and I use it less often. In fact, the only time I open it is to teach someone how to do bits in it and uh, I avoid it at all costs. I love it (laughs) because I like the control I have. I like the control. (laughs) Control. And now you know a a lot more about me than just my art. (laughs) And uh, that's maybe is one of the things that we need to be talking about is control because Mm. um, if we do want to control everything we do, how do we embrace the happy accident? How do we um, embrace failure? How do we embrace all these other things? How do we follow the mistake that turns into the magic artwork? And these are incredibly important questions. So if we're angry and grumpy with a, a mistake, if we have such a negative reaction to it and we don't find a way that suits us to deal with it, well, then we get stuck. Uh, And, uh, you know, that's when we get stuck into anxiety and all those sort of things or depression and worrying about these sort of things. Whereas if we can find a way that um, we can deal with it in a a beautiful, loving way, and mine is to ignore it, (laughs) you know, like really to concentrate on the positives and to go with what's working, 
and, and just leaving all those other ones there and not worrying about them. Like each one of them is an enjoyable moment that um, has passed, but whether they produced good artworks doesn't matter. I had a really beautiful walk. Uh, I might even do a whole trip. Uh, my last trip to Tasmania, I came home and I didn't feel that I'd taken a, a beautiful photograph for the whole time. And so I just left them, left them and left them. And then later I came back and I was like looking for a photo and, and I found a beautiful photo of a person. And, and I'd gone to take photos of trees. And uh, when I was looking, I was like, oh, actually, that isn't as bad as I remember. <laughs> and uh, I had, had a whole new relationship with it when I was in a different mindset. And I think we were talking about this off air before we started. Uh, we talked about waves. Um, waves of enthusiasm, waves of love, that our relationship with what we're doing isn't a, a steady constant throughout our lives, that it's an up and down. We have these peaks and we have these troughs. We have these magical experiences. We create artworks that blow our minds out and we also create a whole lot of terrible ones that, you know, we don't ever want to look at again. And we have our failures. We, we go on a whole trip and we don't come home with a photograph that we love. And yet we still love the trip. We love being there. We've been loving with our friends. We've um, enjoyed the process. I think concentrating on loving the process and, uh, as some of, and the artworks that come out of it is a really healthy way to go. And accepting the, the downs and finding ways to deal with them uh, are just as important. I love that you said relationship because I think that's what it's all about. Like this love is a relationship, you know, between us and our work. I'm wondering though, because you said something about, you know, ignoring, ignoring some of the other bits or, um, shoot, I'm going to go back and I've got to go back and listen to this again, but I'm wondering <laughs> if we can love, can I love all the parts, uh, even the ones that I'm like, eh, about, Right. Because re truly, if I think about it, if I had to like reframe how I thought about those, like, oh, they're not good or I'm just going to leave them alone. They're not worth me looking at again. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, obviously, a lot of them are worth me looking at again because I put I don't throw them away. I save them to go back through another time. Yeah. Delete nothing. <laughs> oh, delete nothing. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and stop truly. grading them. Like don't even right. grade them. Just only pull out the ones <laughs> that talk to you right away. And then if you prejudge, you'll never look at them again. Anyway, that's just another side there. <laughs> We're going to make a few things that we are really passionate about. It's going to be select. Mm. And all of the rest are actually what help us get there. Yeah. So that's why we've got to love it, haven't we? It's part of it, every little step. Yeah, we want to love all of those parts because all of those ones, all of those things that we say are mistakes or aren't quite right or don't feel like super special, you know, <laughs> like we don't want to like, I've had some images that I want to pick up and just hold because I'm like, mm, this one's so good. Right. But there you go, Len. It's about flirting and hugging and loving on our work. Okay. Yeah, so, and what a perfect thing for Valentine's Day to be talking exactly, about. And, uh, exactly. Exactly. And what we've come around to is, you know, our title is uh, Love Your Art. And mm -hmm. let's add in an extra word there. Let's love the process of making art because what we're talking about and we've just said over and over 
is that we need to love the whole process and it has its ups and downs and it has its failures and its successes and we're obsessed about the whole thing in a beautiful way and uh, we need to love all of it uh, because without those bits, we can't do the good bits, can we? What do we get if we just embrace the whole entire thing with unconditional love for the whole thing, even all the messy bits? What do you think we get? Like, what do we oh, get? Oh, that's from a hippie it? loving, of course. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Like, we get bliss. We get right? um, flow. Uh, well, and we yeah. get flow at different times, but we get um, uh, an immense joy out of what we uh, choose to be something that we pursue relentlessly. I think it's in, it's beautiful. This is magic. I think so too. It's that magic word again, right? I told all my subscribers, you get endless motivation because all of a sudden you love all of the parts and there's nothing you don't love. And you know that all of it contributes to something that's really magical. Like even the parts that feel messy, you know what I mean? Mm. So all of it contributes to this magical work that we call creativity and art. It's awesome. uh, It is. It's absolutely (laughs) awesome. Right, and exactly. I think on um, I think on that note, it's a, a a wonderful time to end our discussion, don't you, Bree? I think uh, I, it feels like we've it. summarized it there just so beautifully. Love it all, and um, the ups and downs, and the whole process, and uh, making mistakes and failures, and um, love making art, make love being in that creative space. Absolutely. Len, this was so fun. It was magical. Sad it's over. <laughs> it was a lovely conversation again. And um, yes, we learned so much from it. And uh, I can't wait for the next one, of course, because I love the whole process of what we're doing. I do too. It's a creative process. And uh, it's full of, it's, it's, it's actually the whole podcast is a metaphor for what we're talking about in itself. So Absolutely. And it's magic. So it is magic, absolute magic. And uh, yeah, sending out love to absolutely everyone today. And uh, I know that by the time you listened to that was a long time ago, but why not have a bit of extra love today from us? Absolutely. um, Absolutely. Take care. And until next time, goodbye all. Yeah, all. Bye. Bye, y'all. I still can't say that right. (laughs) Y'all. Y'all. Bye, y'all. Just to say good day, mate. Or that sounded American. (laughs) All right. We'll just say goodbye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for joining us in our creative affair. If you love the passion we bring to this creative content, please support the podcast by sharing with a friend, subscribing, and leaving us a review. To find out more about Len, including his photography... Lens Journal, an inspiring quarterly publication, tours, workshops, and his new art school, The Artist Club, visit lenmetcalf.com. For more about me, Bree Stockwell, visit creativemindscoach.com. There you can subscribe to my Monday motivation emails, learn more about creative coaching, check out my online portfolio, and access searchable transcripts of these episodes. See you next time.